1: Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to my favorite hour of the week. What are you up to? If you're listening live, we love each other, don't we? We definitely have a thing going on here. All right, today's theme is overcoming adversity, but before we get into that, which I'm pretty passionate about the theme, I have some amazing people. There's Kale and Ryan, Emilio, my man. You actually should come on the show. Uh, Pop me a private message and I will actually get you on a little bit if you can. That would be lovely. I've discovered something new. You guys tune in all the time because I've got the latest and greatest Have you guys heard of Clubhouse? Probably you haven't, depending on where you are in the world, what your reach is, but there is a new social media out there. Why is it my new favorite social media of all time? Number one, it's voice only. My radio guys should love this. No makeup required. I like that. And number two, all the cool kids are there. I was hanging out last night with um, Grant Cardone. You know him. He's been just in the secret billionaire. That was kind of crazy watching him on Discovery Channel. And then we've got Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank and, uh, and people who have millions and millions of followers on every platform across the planet, from TikTok to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they've all come on this platform and they're talking and they're sharing and they're uplifting. And if you are a friend or a fan, let me tell you what just happened. My Instagram blew up. It's now at 55,000. I think it was at 52 just two days ago. And more comments and And connections. And I mean, people, my dear friends, my family, people I've I've loved forever have just refound me. I have refound them. And so how is all this possible? Well, it's called Clubhouse. And I still haven't figured out who started all of this, but they did something really cool because I think our voices were quieted for too long as people who love to communicate with each other and uplift each other. There is a format. There are moderators. There's clubs you can join. It's, now, here's the only downside is you can only access it from an iPhone or an iPad. I don't have an iPhone. I'm, I use the other company. I'm a Samsung person. I just like the camera. I've enjoyed it. Uh, so I've now had to, like, confiscate my daughter's phone, get her to upgrade so I can have the old phone. Is that crazy? All right. If you are on, please follow me. That is the, the craziness of this platform. In fact, I'm gonna go grab my like literally ancient, ancient iPad um, and give you a little insight into this because the level of conversations, I popped into a room, dear friend of mine is a, a guy named Brad Lee. Right now, okay, in this one room, imagine this, strategy versus tactics entrepreneur. And I just have to share with you what I've discovered and how I can up-level your life by popping in here. Um, let's just look at like John Lee's bio. John Lee already has 55,000 people in this new platform, but you get to go to his profile. This is a guy who's got 5 million followers, featured in Forbes, 250,000 people on his database. I'm sorry, who are you trying to connect to, right? Uh, I look at Chris here. He's from, he, this guy's been featured in Forbes magazine, Fast Company, Hallmark Channel, and 200 other. You have access to all of these people, and so if you're within the sound of my voice and you're on my Facebook Live right now, chime in, say hi, um, and find out what's new. Now, the crazy thing is, we're all trying to learn things, right? How do, hiring a full-time clubhouse and Instagram assistant? Well, now that's an interesting conversation, isn't it? Uh, health and nutrition. We got pe- there are major rock stars in these rooms, and hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, I'm afraid it's going to take over our our radio world, but now we're we're too well produced. Um, this is fascinating to me. Uh, write your best selling book, uh, voiceover Wednesdays. How there's a couple of my famous, like literally people you've seen on tons of movies are hanging out here. How to become a moderator on Clubhouse, using your story for your impact. How to create your own offer, um, on and on and on. And I have a, to tell you, from all my guys at. Um, at the home office there in voice america i think my my uh i actually have to sign out otherwise you um can't turn it off it's the craziest thing i think when up level my guests i know on our podcasts and everyone is talking ann lansford says i just got invited to clubhouse platform a few days ago ann is one of my beautiful students she is and i'll give her a little plug she is a branding photographer expert bar none takes the most beautiful photos I've not had a chance to shoot with her yet. Flavio! Oh my gosh! Hola! Como estas? I have a great amount of friends who are popping in, and what it does is it's up-leveling all of us. Uh, And I do have a guest who's chiming in today, and I don't know if I actually left her the correct information, so I now need to go find my first guest. Literally in the last two days, the entire world blew up. Uh, to a point that, in the only problem with Clubhouse is you can be on it day and night, and it's an awful lot of fun. So imagine I'm talking to you right now. Now, if you're if you're clever enough and you're listening to this live, and you want to be included in the conversation, pop over to my Facebook fan page. Uh, we've got two million followers here, A lot of interaction. People want to pay me three or four thousand dollars a day right now to advertise on my page. I actually don't like the advertising part, but it seems like a very nice offer to need money. Yes, So, and I always tell people, even if you don't need money, get the money and donate it to somebody who does. I have heard stories in the last couple of days that would blow your mind. Um, Some sex trafficking stories that are painful to listen to people revealing things about themselves, but mostly sharing stories of people who want to up-level their business, their income, help their families and so and I'm all about ask questions. So if you guys have some questions live, um, that is what we are 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 up to. Um, I had only planned for one guest today and I am not sure I can find her at the moment, which is going to break my little heart here. But like I said, it's uh it's been uh it's almost overwhelming how fast the messages are coming in. Now I know what it must be like to be Oprah where all of a sudden you've got so many messages you can't even find your friends. Um, I know. Isn't that crazy? Um, I am going to reach out. Yes. So did I just grab, I think I just grabbed one of my girls right off a of clubhouse and let's see if she just popped in. Uh, I think she did. There's Mayan. Yep. Uh, and there you go. So, so like I said, we are in fact live on the radio right now. So I'm not going to be taking any calls, even if they're from my family and friends, unless the house is burning down. Okay. House is burning down. It, uh, I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. All right, well, there you go. Don't take phone calls while you're doing it. The house is burning down. People have to respect we're on live radio. This is not a joke. This is not a podcast. I have a team in Arizona who is depending, their entire livelihood, their kids' education is depending on how well this show does. All right, Ms. Mayan, come on. I know, right? A little bit of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Man, I just joined. (laughs) I know you did. You actually, we were just kind of, I was just riffing earlier. I actually now have to go find her. I offered a girl I met last night in Bradley's room who was mute for 12 years and now speaking to come onto my platform, but I forgot to give her the link. And so I was thinking thinking it was you, not you. But we are just kind of riffing this morning before I get into the meat of my show about this thing called Clubhouse. All right, so we are are on the radio. Uh, This replays four or five times throughout the day on the coolest network called Voice America. And you can find us at Forbes Riley Podcast. Hello. Because it also gets repurposed as an iTunes, as a Spotify, as a Pandora, all those cool places. But I got a million point eight fans hanging out on Facebook. They're also live right now listening to you, Miss Mayan.
2: Wonderful. What's up, guys?
1: I know. So number one, introduce yourself, say hi, and then give a little insight. I don't know if I'm doing clubhouse justice.
2: Yeah. So my name is Mayan Gordon. I've been an entrepreneur for the past 10 years. I've started up several different businesses, both in the product and the service space. And then in the last year, I've had a phenomenal amount of growth and success on TikTok, growing to 2.2 million followers and on LinkedIn as well, growing to more than 30,000 followers. And I just joined Clubhouse um, probably like two weeks ago. And it is something special. It is a huge opportunity for anyone who's willing to put in the time and effort into it. Um, And it's giving people access to information that really hasn't been accessible in one place like this um, ever before, in my opinion.
1: How do you describe to someone who has no idea what we're talking about? I mean, I'll tell you what is actually interesting is how the culture has changed daily I mean, yes. I literally we are watching, I, I feel like we're the cool you're at the precipice of something that's actually being built as the plane is flying.
2: Yeah, I, I almost would describe it as like a bunch of adults got together for a sleepaway summer camp. And we've all <laughs> we've all kind of paired up into different teams and are trying to create our own, you know, fun things. We're having different discussions. Um, but there's just this amazing energy of people being really, really excited to connect with each other live and you know, not in person, but as much in person, I think, as we've had access
1: to. Yeah, something. I've been sat at home for a year. It, you know, it's beyond before uh, whole, the whole COVID thing started. January 1st, 2nd of last year, my fiancé was hit by a car on his motorcycle. Uh, he's the oh fittest man on the planet. Yeah, he's the fittest man on the planet. He looks a lot like Superman wishes he looked. And the next thing you know, he's in ICU surgery and six months in a wheelchair. So the wow. first six months of the year, I, we didn't talk to anybody, and then COVID hit, and you're like, "Wow!" So I think we're like, we opened the floodgates. In fact, very funny story. My daughter and I, I have a very large coaching program. We got eight hundred students, and we did a, a an award show, four hours long, uh, at the end of December. Red carpet. We all dressed up. We all had champagne. It was spectacular. But at one point, our internet glitched out. Now imagine there's a couple hundred people on the screen, right? we left for two minutes we come back and everyone's like chit-chatting and talking and throwing papers and i'm like (laughs) i'm literally going what the hell happened and they were like it's like the teacher left the room and i was like oh "Oh, yes
0: oh my gosh that's what happened
1: here it's like the teacher left the room we're like and i love what you just described it's actually like um camp in that we're not competing but we have open separate rooms and i do bounce from room to room sometimes although i always feel like i'm missing something and all of a sudden, and I'm, and he's not here at the moment. But my love, he's pissed. I, <laughs> I was done with the night last night. I come in, there's my little iPad. I'm like, oh, I'll just touch it. And Bradley, pretty well known man. I've actually Brad and I shared stages on 10x with friends. I'm like, oh, oh, well, yeah, I'll listen for a second. And I touched it. Now, like, bang! You're a moderator. I'm like, oh shit! Oh, sorry, she didn't say that. Next thing you know, he's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, I start talking. And Joshua, my man, walks in with his face is like, Are they more important than me? And I have.
2: I I can totally relate. I've got a husband as well who is not a fan of social media. I am. I am super about social media and connecting with people. And he is not interested in it at the slightest. And sometimes I'll come upstairs, my my workspace and my office is in our, our kind of lower level of our house. And I'll come upstairs with Clubhouse on playing on my phone and he immediately gets irritated. He's like, I don't want to listen to that. Like I'm trying to do my own thing over here and you come in with your conversations. Could you just do that downstairs? I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go back downstairs.
1: <laughs> we need to go away for Long Girls Weekend. I tell you uh, it, that he said something and I'm going to share this with everybody here that I thought was interesting. He's like, is it more important than me? And I said, you know, no, but, and this is an interesting, but and I'm like, dude, you spend, he's still competing. I said, you spend two hours in the gym every day, come home and you take a nap. That's three hours out of your day that I have nothing to do with. And I could never say, don't do that. Right. Although I know if I really bugged him, but why would I do that? Right. I know it's his right. thing. And here I'm thinking, you know, I, i am leveraging what I looked for my entire life. That's a slight level of fame and a sense that as a role model people to talk to, I always right. you know, that was the biggest thing. I don't like filling rooms, but I filled them with 10,000 people. I like it when someone else does it. Let me just talk. So uh, biggest takeaway that you've gotten from Clubhouse so far.
2: Ooh, Biggest takeaway I think would be, um, you know, reach out to people after you connect with them once. And I think this applies on every single platform is whatever that initial touch point you have with someone is, follow up with them with a second one. So on, on Clubhouse, what that looks like in, in my point of view is message them on Instagram, like go give them a follow also on Instagram, you know, like some comment on some of their photos and send them a message to see if you can start to build um, some really powerful and meaningful relationships
1: all right now let's go back to things i don't okay uh, obviously there was a beautiful picture today of a guy the girls labeled instagram back there and clubhouse was over there and he's like looking at her. and i thought oh, that's interesting right but yes the let, classic meme. Back, right but let's go back to tiktok for a second i if i were told you you're in your 20s 30s you're like 12, 29 20. yeah yeah see i'm twice your age uh and half as interested in TikTok. And I would have been one of my 20s, man. I would have been doing that. One, I'd like to hear your journey. How do you get to t- 2 million? What's the strategy that you use? And then after you say all of that, go and there's still hope for you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So part of what pushed me onto TikTok in the first place was I run a glass blowing business that I've been running for the past five years. And I've done it mostly through Instagram until last year, when Instagram like really plateaued for us in terms of reach and growth. So I was just looking around for other new platforms, you know, downloaded TikTok, was just messing around, experimenting with it. And within two weeks I had my first mega viral video that was getting, you know, millions of views and, and tens oh, of wow. thousands of
1: comments. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you share that actually through our platform here? Cause you can put it right on the share screen. And if you can, not what was it and why do you think it went viral?
2: Yeah. Um, so I could, if I took some time, so maybe while you're talking uh, during another part, I can kind of pull that video up because it, I think I've posted maybe now like six to 900 videos. so I have to scroll all the way to the bottom to, to find it.
1: Um, right, let's, let's go back. with What was the concept that went viral? I've never had, I've had things yeah. go viral. I did, you know, I did a billion dollars ju- ju- juicer. So infomercials have gone yeah. viral, yeah. but what does that mean and why?
2: Yeah. So it was a video of a team of glass artists putting together a very realistic looking glass turtle. Um, Two of them or three of them were kind of like torching around the body to keep it hot and another group of them were pulling a flipper out of this big furnace and a bunch of people thought that this was a real turtle that they were murdering Um, and so there was all this controversy (laughs) in the comments so it was a a timing factor as well because this was back when um, you know early um, 2020 but also late 2019 there was a lot of talk around you know save the turtles and like the the picture with the plastic straw and the turtle's nose was circulating a lot. So it it just hit on something that people were really interested in. And then they were battling back and forth in the comments of like, no, this is a real turtle or, you know, it's a glass sculpture. Um, And then also subculture came into it. So TikTok has this thing called Visco girls, which isn't, as big a deal now but kind of uh early 2020 visco girls are like hollister girls so they have um you know a hydro flask and they wear ponytails and they're you know save the turtles environment Uh, so that's like the culture of it and because they're so environmentally friendly everyone started commenting like visco girls have entered the chat visco girls have been triggered like all of this stuff around something i had no idea even existed so it was a total accident that it went viral
1: Oh, that is crazy! All right, it's so so like, so let's so so the big takeaway from that is um, something that looks like murder, or no, just, <laughs> it's an interesting concept. So, have you recreated that kind of success?
2: Yeah. So after that first viral video, um, the thing that I really paid attention to was that attention source. I was like, why did this video go viral compared to any other ones? It must be tied to the attention around the turtle concept. So this was right right before Halloween of 2019. And I thought, what's another big source of attention that I could tap into? And I went, oh, Halloween in pumpkins. Glassblowers make these awesome looking glass pumpkins with like the curly vines. Um, And so I started posting some pumpkin videos and those blew up and did, you know, 10 million plus views on on a couple of those videos. And so I just tried tapping into attention.
1: I love that. We've got got one minute to break. What part of the world do you live in?
2: Spokane, Washington, Pacific Northwest. Uh,
1: I'll tell you what I love I've been, spent a lot of time in Seattle We are down here in St. Pete We have a massive glassblowing community uh, This is where Chihuly, One of his museums is uh, So it's a good conversation And then Samantha Roberts Just popped on I got some more guests popping on But I got to go to commercial break Because we're actually a sponsored show Because people love us It's called awesome. The Force Factor I know we focus on health Wealth and happiness And hopefully I bring all of that to you And uh, we'll be right back Right after this
0: Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley.
1: Hey guys, it is Forbes Riley. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor live on Voice America and rebroadcast all around the world because our voice matters. And today I've got, in that today it's like chick power. Although the publisher of my book is popping on for a little bit because we just did something else that's amazing. Uh, you know, it's funny. I work with a woman here in my house and she's Russian and she's talking about the word procrastinating. And I said, I'm sorry. What does that word mean? And she's like, it means. I said, I'm sorry. What does that word mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's a made up word. It means nothing. It's. I used to live that way. So procrastination and perfection is irrelevant. Irrelevant. They will just keep you from your life. So for those of fans of our show, and certainly a lot of my students and friends, middle of COVID, it's September. Uh, the most innovative guy named Steve Samulis comes to me. He's got a series of books called One Habit. Right now, there's a really stupid series of books called Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's kind of a dumb name when you think about it the company's worth a billion dollars. They've got 500 titles and I don't care whether you think it's good or bad. I think one habit's even better. Tick, tick, tick. So Steve comes to me, uh, late one night, we have a conversation. I said, Hey, do you have a title called one habit for entrepreneurial success? He said, no. I said, how many authors? Cause it's a compilation book. There's lots of little pictures and there's like, it's a compilation book. Um, and I said, how many authors do you need to make this happen? I've done two compilation books before. Now, to be really clear, I had to charge thousands of dollars because between editing, publishing, proofreading, and et cetera, it costs, I never made any money on these books. I have a couple of them lying around. Cost a fortune. Now, I also have one that I'm in with Tony Robbins and Eric Roberts and Sarah Blakely. That's pretty cool, too. So he said, well, we need 50 people to make it happen, and I'm only going to charge them $250, and I'm going to give them 10 books. And I said, dude, I'm going to have 25, I'm going to have 50 authors in 24 hours. He said what i went to my private facebook group and if you're not a part of my forbes riley inner circle join the cool kids i started it in july there's 2,000 members in there who care about each other we know each other's names we get in there and you whatever post that we allow through because we don't allow specific promotions but we allow massive engagement and offering up a of value and you'll get i don't know 50 to 100 comments on everything you post where do you find that kind of engagement this is pre-clubhouse and so I put it up there, I got my first 50 authors, and I said, let me go get 50 celebrities. So in this book, we've got Joe Theismann, one of the all-time great MVP football players, Super Bowl winner. Um, we've got the guy who played Kevin Kevin Sorbo, who played Hercules. I have Emmanuel Kelly, who crushed uh, America's Got Talent as a singer who was thrown away in a trash can in Iran and is not as physically interesting, uh, different from us, but extraordinary. Uh, and then some massive fighters and movie stars like Chuck Liddell and Paul Logan and Buzz, Buzz Rutan and uh, Don the Dragon Wilson. It's chock full of amazing people, yes, and Olga Brooks, my friend, and Dr. Tracy, and Susan, and all the people who are listening live and commenting on Facebook, because we got 50, 50 celebrities, and then 50 more friends that I want in. We had to stop it at 820 pages because that's the most that they'll make as a book. I, it's like an entire encyclopedia. And here's what, and I'm busy talking about it, and their timing is everything, and, and here's our publisher. And within about eight weeks, it got produced and published. It has changed people's lives. We just became an international bestseller. Uh, It's phenomenal. So 21 days ago now, 21 days, uh, Steve comes to me like he does in the middle of the night and says, hey, I got another idea. I'm like, of course you do. He says, how about habits for thriving in a post COVID world? I said, wow, that's a good title. I said, how about I get my, we're only gonna do 50 authors this time or hundred, I think, hundred. I said, how about we get that in 12 hours? He said, come on. I said, I know, come on, right? Uh, it took me 24 hours, all 100 authors. Now, this is great, 21 days ago. 15 days later, everyone had their chapter in, it was edited, it was released, and it even got all the way over to Wales, England. We did a book in less than three weeks. Steve, I think that's, so now we probably have two Guinness Book World Records, one for the largest entrepreneurial success book ever, and two for creating a compilation book in less than three weeks.
3: It was It was amazing. As a matter of fact, We had that conversation and I thought something was wrong with my calendar. As I realized, I started getting messages that people are getting the books in Mexico, in the UK, in Canada, um, all over over the world. um, And I looked at my calendar, I started counting the days, and I think it was actually 18 days from the time that you and I had this conversation to people are getting the book in their hands, holding it up and showing pictures of it. And and it was just, and I'm like, no, it was actually that amount of time. It was and is, unbelievable.
1: Well, is, and I got to credit my partner here. See the book over his shoulder. It's one habit to thrive in a post COVID world. It has everyone's chapter, their picture, their bio. And then Steve, you should probably share your screen or at least find the screen and then share it about how we also put these authors, we give them their own web page. We yeah. promote them. Yeah. So there's two things I want you to show. One, I want you to show... The, uh, the promotional material that you make for every author, you, get your, mm-hmm. you literally get an ad with your picture and your one habit on it. And then you get interviewed. We have an eight-hour live interview happening on Friday. And then you get your own. This is for a couple hundred dollars. You know, I think we need to charge this a little bit more and donate the, the difference to charity because that's the only thing that would make this even more extraordinary. And so yesterday, I, I said to my clubhouse friends, I said, you know what? We have some massive... mentors and moderators there. I mean, when you look at the bios on this platform, your mouth drops. You know, I was looking, talking to Perry Belcher, who's a friend of mine. I didn't realize he'd done $500 million worth of product. Uh, Two million followers here, this, there, eight figure businesses. And I said to both of you, since you're friends and you're on this platform, I said, if Steve and I can do a book in three weeks, what if we went to our highest level? And you're right. You do need like my end has you know, 2 million TikTok followers, you would qualify. And I actually set some parameters because the book, and I said, what about one habit for, one habit to what? Guys, give me some thoughts. One habit to crush the new Clubhouse platform. One habit to,
3: you know. Yeah, that's a great one.
1: Some idea that we just, and then we can be done in no time. Alan Fleming from Wales just popped in. Don't forget there are spots available in forthcoming titles. Yeah, we actually are help promoting our friends as well. So, Mayan, what do you think of that?
2: Yeah, I love that. Or like, um, you know, one habit for connecting in, you know, uh, let's say socially distanced time or, you know, a socially distanced, um, you know, year. I, I think yeah. it'll be cool. Are you guys coming out with them? Like, like clockwork, like new ones every? Yeah, yeah we so often, have, often Yeah, that?
3: right now the ones that we're working on is we have one habit for inspiring couples, one habit to beat alcoholism, uh, one habit for living stress-free without avoiding stress, one habit to end bullying. One habit for a thriving home office. One habit for writers. One habit of the greatest leaders. One habit for doing the work you love. And there's other. And by the way, each one of these is all in process right now. They each have a co-writer that's helping us get people in them. And then, and Forbes and I then grab these 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 bigger these other thought processes. Um, uh, we're actually talking to some some pretty famous books that have been bestsellers for a long time. I'm not going to mention them yet.
1: Oh, yeah, but we're doing one habit. What's that? I'm, we can't say the real one, so maybe I'm, we go, I'm, what happens to write your own Bible? That's a good book. That was a best-selling book.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're, we're literally taking things that we just really personally want to learn more about and expand our lives on and get better at and saying, okay, mm-hmm. why well, want I be better as being a leader? So, how do…
1: So two things. Number one, I'm watching you live. If you don't take that COVID thingy off your left shoulder, I'm going to go nuts. That is not, it looks at first I'm thinking, oh, that's a cute Christmas tree. I'm like, oh no, that little puppy's, it, just make it go away. Cause it all of a sudden made me kind of wigged out.
3: All right. L- let me change my background
1: there. Then we, just, then we just had one of my dear friends from the secret and a couple of other major players talk about different titles. Yes. We are happy to um, entertain any title and that's actually uh, exciting. Uh, so yeah, we're, you know, we're crushing it. We're doing so, but mine, it's kind of fun that you're on here and let's think about for clubhouse, who knows how long it's all going to last. And if we're all about contribution, you know, basically no money at all to create a book because Steve has a system in place. We have the best book editors and now we've understand that it is speed to market. You know, one reason that the COVID book is doing so well, it had the word COVID in it. Think about keywords. It's probably the keyword of the day. It's either that or president, you know? One habit to how to, you know, support your local president. Um, But I would like to stop just for one second, Steve, because I want you to hear Samantha's story. And this is a very interesting thing that can happen. When you erase the word procrastination from your vocabulary, something else takes its place. And it's kind of funny, like my closet. I didn't grow up with a lot of money. I didn't have a lot of clothes, certainly not designer clothes. Well, over the years, being an actress and a television host, people have given me an amazing clothes and styled me and I've kept everything. I actually have clothes from high school and I'm not a hoarder. I have a very clean house, but I'm a closet hoarder. I'm a clothes hoarder. And then I'm a shoe hoarder because in my little brain, it's always like, oh, it's not only that if I give that away, I can't afford to replace it. It's like, wait, that style, I had to wait 30 years for that thing to come back. But what I have found is that when I've had the courage and it's taken that to let pieces go? Literally within a day, somebody offers me a piece of clothing, something comes into my world. And so that is a lot of things in life. When you let an idea go, when you open a new doorway, things come in and replace it. Well, I'm going to say that that's the case with words. Every Sunday, and if you're on Clubhouse, I actually offer this free. I'm going ask askforbesriley.com. it's my Sunday masterclass pitch training. One of the things it focuses on is words. In my training, you are not allowed to say, I don't know. I have no idea what that means. People say it all the time and then they will tell me what they do know. So why waste your breath? Second thing is you cannot say the word trying. And if you do, I actually punish you. You will drop down and give me five push-ups. And this has been embarrassing in some of my larger meetings lately because I actually thought to say that out loud to some CEO. And uh, one time it worked and one time it didn't. Huh. but in my training it works great but if you take that word out new words come in so here's the thing if you take out the word procrastination what comes flying in abundance speed to market i mean literally that that word held a lot of space in a lot of people's brains it doesn't exist so remove it and all of a sudden steve and i are doing books in 21 days or less so last night um i've been listening to clubhouse for a couple of days i have heard stories one story of a young man, who's very successful now, but left an abusive house, went to his worship. I'm not gonna make any judgment here. The gentleman he w- went to chained him to a bed for five years and abused him to no end. And he's telling that that was one I, I, I just, I couldn't stop crying. But what can you do to give to other people? Another woman came on last night who's blind. Crazy, fascinating story. And she has a charity that she works with. Next thing you know, everyone's like, give me your cash app. Let me fill your cash app. And I loved this sense of giving. Well, last night, like I said, Samantha, I'm not going to lose my love relationship, but here's what almost happened. My fiance, Joshua, doesn't like Clubhouse. He likes me. He's like, it's my time. And I happened to sneak in last night to un- just to plug it in. And Bradley's name popped up. Hadn't talked to him in a while. I popped on thinking, oh, I'll listen for a second. Next thing you know. I hear your story, you actually write before me, because Brad's like, oh, come say hi, Forbes. Like, no, you told your story and touched something in me and I have opportunities. This is why I say, guys, go out and make a sick amount of money so you can give it away. This is a platform that I have. And I said, Samantha, come on my show and tell everyone your story and let's see what we can create, whether you serve other people by the words you say or we can help you in what your mission is. So please welcome to the stage
4: with Samantha Robbins. Thank you so much for having me, Forbes. It's beautiful, you know, and I love what, you know, what you're creating through the power of of the One Habit books and everything else that you're doing, because it really is creating opportunity for people to speak, to share their zone of genius, right? What I really found in the last year through the power of community was my voice again. I was mute and nonverbal for 12 years. I've had two motor vehicle accidents in 2007 and nine. And then I flipped a quad down a rock quarry. I suffered with chronic pain, debilitating depression for such a long period of time. And because it was the first time I had gone from a tenacious young woman who had everything at her fingertips to someone who needed help in the bathroom, who needed help in doing everyday activities. And I, I fell in on myself. I laid in bed and, and tried to get my life back together. But I created this environment where I was mute and nonverbal, where I leaned into technology to, to satisfy my corporate career but there wasn't any real capacity or bandwidth or contribution within how I existed in the world and I just I really was falling behind I was falling into myself and
1: so I I, I'm going to stop you just for one second and I I did just pop into a uh, into a clubhouse room that's also listening to this guys we're live on the radio and if you're listening to this uh you can also watch us on Facebook live which is kind of crazy on my Forbes Riley fan page Samantha, I'm a wordsmith. You can, please, when you drop the word, I was mute, you have got to stop at that moment and define for those of us who are like, wait a second, what is she talking about? How does that happen? And, and don't gloss over it because while it's a thing for you, raise your hand, see my, am, am I right? Then you go, wait a second, what happened to you? And by the way, yeah. if I, of all the things, if I lost my voice, I, I don't know I could be on this planet. And I guess I probably would, I shouldn't get careful you wish for, But I love communicating so much. So step back. What does that word mean? How did it actually happen? And what were you doing before when you bumped into that life-changing moment? Yeah. Good point. So
4: yeah, so for me, I I stopped using my voice. I stopped having people around me during the day. I spent ninety percent of my time alone. Um, and I didn't, I wasn't a phone user. I didn't have really anybody to speak to. And so in that level of depression, I spent 90% of my time alone for two years and my vocal cords weakened to the point where if I tried to talk, I would, I would start coughing. I would choke. I would lose my voice. And I went from a tenacious young woman who would sing every moment of every day. I had, you know, the ability to light up a room an ability to, you know, bring, energy to any situation I was in. And I just, I fell in on myself. Like I said before, and I, I stopped being able to emote. Wait, now what, what were you doing career-wise before this? So I was, I was young at the time. I was finishing my schooling or starting my schooling online and I was doing research and uh, yeah, competitive research for a clothing retailer in Oregon. I was able, it was the advent of technology and the computer and the internet. And I was able to work from my bed just enough to get enough money to come in, but I didn't have the physical bandwidth to go and, you know, be in an office or anything like that. And I was suffering with two concuss- like my second concussion. And so I, my mental faculties were a little bit limited, but still as an above average capacity before the accidents, it was okay. Right, I was still no, able. We, to did, you, did you have any caretakers at the time? Because this is another mm-hmm. thing I think that
1: frightens, should frighten all of us. Is one having a health advocate? You know, when Joshua got hit on a, by a motorcycle uh, on a motorcycle by a car, January second of last year. You know, I got that horrible phone call. I was actually two and a half hours away. I we hadn't been apart for years, and all of a sudden I was with my kids, and I'm in a Chinese restaurant. It's like, hey, it was an uh, hi. I'm the nurse from the hospital. Uh, Joshua's alive. I'm like, of course he's alive. He what is, do you mean? Yeah. And then it's like, he's been hit by a car. He was, he's in a coma. And I'm like, and my world just cracked open. And I called a girlfriend of mine, like I'm crying. And I'm like, he has no family here. What do we do? Like, what do we do? Who makes decisions when somebody's out? And luckily I love him so much, but I'm actually not legally married to him. There's only so much that you actually can do. If there were life and death situations, I would have no rights. Um, Which is by the way, what plagues a lot of couples who couldn't legally get married until recently. And, but all throughout the process about the questions that I got to answer. So this is a very powerful thing for all listeners. Did you have
4: someone who helped you go through this? I, I had someone for the first two years, but again, they were, they were working. They were away from me 90% of the time. Um, and I was on my own after two years of that. I said, I have to do something where I'm more of an advocate for myself. And okay. I moved, I moved myself uh, to New York and I started walking you know, I moved into Brooklyn and I, I found, you know, a place to live where I could walk to the grocery store um, and walk to where I needed and, and start with the rehabilitation of just getting mobile again um, and then really... Just, you know, trying to find energy and, and engagement again. So I started but going did you to... say the word trying? Oh, my God. Oh, we gosh. We have it
1: before commercial, and I don't know how healthy you are now. You said trying, and you're going to give me five push-ups, even if they're on the desk, little push-ups. Even if it's past oh. tense? No, I don't, yeah, because you can't ever try tried to do anything. I it Because it's, that word creeps in when... It you're was not clearly successful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, give me some fight. You can do it. Look at those gorgeous arms. the right, I've actually got—I've got 30 seconds before my next commercial break. If you're listening, we are here on Voice America live with Mayan Gordon, who I met on Clubhouse the other day, who Samantha Rogers I, Roberts I met last night, and the publisher of my One Habit books. Uh, don't go away. You're listening to Forbes Factory. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. We will be right back. All right. So, are we out?
0: There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym, so try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today.
3: Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
0: To the Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley.
1: So now, my new, I'm known as the queen of mixed media. It used to be mixed martial arts because I'd gotten mugged many years ago, found myself in a dojo, kicking and fighting, became a black belt. The lesson of that is that I spent so long between Aikido and Wing Chun and Taekwondo. I know you look at me going, really that that's what led to my fitness product. That is one of the reasons I do what I do to stay active and fit because I should have attended the self-defense class the day before I got mugged, but I didn't think about it. Things we don't think about in life. Uh, Samantha Rogers. Of course. That's how it is. Well, but not when you're surrounding yourself with people who are up leveling you with you. If you're in my room at clubhouse, you are a spontaneous ad. Uh, it may look like the, I'm the only one who's talking but I'm not I'm on the radio I brought two of the more fascinating people I've met on Clubhouse right out of the dark I've got Mayan Gordon and I've got Samantha Roberts maya has got 2 million followers on TikTok and she's just this together 29 year old who's like yeah of course I'm popular I did a, I did a little video I did all this, and like fun to listen to and then Samantha talks about being mute for 12 years Samantha we're in the middle of your segment I am on live radio so we do get interrupted and we do have commercials you were talking about being mute
4: you physically couldn't speak for that long? For two years, I didn't speak out of out of just really, I would say, depression, right? Not advocating for myself, feeling like I was helpless, feeling that I didn't have um, the bandwidth to really carry on um, to do much. I spent 90% of my time in bed. So it just it wasn't – I was alone, and I didn't have a lot around me. Yeah. Now. One of the things, if
1: you're listening, if you're looking at us live on my Facebook fan page, uh, you can also see Steve Samlin. Steve is the publisher of the One Habit book series. I am now within four months on my third published book. One of them, the first one called One Habit for Entrepreneurial Success is the largest book on the subject ever printed, 820 pages. Oh, wait, did I say I've done three books since September of 2020? Guys, Unfortunately, I'm one person that you can't say, oh, wasn't COVID a bad year? Let me tell you something. 2020 was the most fascinating, short of giving birth to my babies, year of my life. I reignited Definitely. everything, and we've created miracles. So if you want to create miracles and up-level, my thought is just stay connected to us because we're on, a, we're on a ship that's going forward. However, not everybody has all the tools. That was the thing I was missing. So Steve, as I'm listening to Samantha say that, I heard a lot of depression on Clubhouse how a lot of successful people, how they overcame it, what they did. And maybe if there's a book series called One Habit for Overcoming Depression to Lead Your Most Amazing Life, we might need to do that. I think, yes? yeah, we
3: need to tell the stories. We want to do more books in One Habit that actually save people. You yeah. know, you and I talked about this. Um, that's why, you know, we got One Habit to Beat Alcoholism, One Habit to be Bullying. There's a couple key things that really are affecting huge, huge amounts of people. And the goal is in all these books is that people – what people need to understand is, in, people submit chapters, and in the chapter they submit a chapter on. Well, as an example, Samantha, you'd have to dig in and decide what was the one habit that you were able to pull out of you that you did every day that was help that got you out of this depression state and allowed you to be a fully functioning uh, person to your own happiness. And by by the way, that means a lot of things. You know, I'm an extreme introvert. Uh, believe it or not, but I'm on TV all the time. I'm doing radio. I think Forbes is the same way as well. I think a lot of us are, um, but we do things to get out of there to 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 reach our bliss. And so, um, this would be a book as an example that you'd be great in, and you'd have to dig in and say, okay, of all the things that I did in my life, what was the one habit that served me the greatest? that saved me from this space. And then number two, the second most important thing wait, wait, wait thing hey,
1: No, actually, I'm going to ask her that question. I'm going I'm to actually put you on the spot right now. Okay, yeah, can, dig we, in. We've Get, a, we have a lot of Clubhouse listeners. I've got two yeah, million fans right. on Facebook, and this will be heard for the rest of eternity. You did something amazing, which is why I invited you today. Incredible. What's, what's one of those habits?
4: One of the biggest things for me is I, I really thought internally, who can I pull something out of today who can I breathe into? Because when you're mute and nonverbal for such a long period of time while working in corporate American high stress direct to senior leadership environment, you really find the ability to see through the unspoken. Right. And one of the greatest things that I learned, one of the greatest lessons I acquired during my time was to be able to read people, right? Read them at their core value and read them. What are, what mask have they worn to survive versus who are they at the core? Wow. And that was my special gift that I was, I was given through my time of... of so serving. let me ask you another question. Did you work in corporate? Did you tell them that you couldn't speak, that you were hired being mute? I, it's not that I couldn't speak. Again, it was, a, it was an internal choice that was perpetuated after my two years of, of complete nonverbal, that if I spoke for more than 30 minutes, I would lose my voice. So I created a corporate environment for myself as a senior analyst where it was heavily in data heavily in senior leadership, curt comment, very tight uh, conversations where I didn't need to speak. I did not need to speak. My, my uh, data analytics, my data visualization, my strategies spoke for themselves. I created an environment for myself. I created friendships for myself that were primarily nonverbal as
1: well. Well, it's kind of funny because before Clubhouse, we were all technically nonverbally Commuting, com, you know, conversating, communicating with each. Wow, yeah, that was what Text your phone messages, went emails,
3: up. all that kind of stuff, right?
1: Right. And yeah. it's funny because we talked to Glenn a little bit about, you know, he sees Forbes everywhere. You're right. I feel like I have been nonverbal. And it's funny because Joshua said to me when he was criticizing my clubhouse, he's like, these aren't your friends. If they were your friends, you would have picked up the phone and called them a long time ago. That's so thought, interesting. You know, it's, yeah. it's a funny thing. There's a different reason when you call someone on the phone, although I do make a habit. Of this this is a great one of my habits reach out to people when you don't need them so they're there when you do that that's is a great my one habit. that is
3: so strong that is this so is why strong. we do these
1: one habit books right i know yeah that, that's and, I so got, strong. and i got that i got that from my, a guy who was very high level in the fundraising space he would sit on the phone with an old style rolodex all the time like what are you doing he's like maybe you call them you reach out you say hi connect on birthdays because you don't need them but when i say hey you want to invest in this you want to do this they're more likely to say yes because most people are only ever hit on when you want something from them i always
3: always need always need by by the way let's make sure we lock into that everybody listening needs to take five people a day that they don't need anything from and just contact them and say hey i've been thinking about you how's it going pick up the phone and call them by the way you could always text them too but at least reach out and connect, right? And just, let's all do that. Let's all agree to do that right now. And I think that will change all of our lives. Because by the way, just one habit could change your life forever. Just
1: one simple one. I'm going to go one step further. Have coffee with them over Zoom. I don't need to travel now. I literally have called my friends. I had a dinner party on Zoom. One, yeah, because it's I Steve, we don't have to fly to see each other. Go make dinner. We'll make the same dinner for each other yeah. or grab a cup of coffee. Say, hey, I've got 15 minutes. I'm going to Zoom with you. And we're going to literally look like we're sitting back. You can even get the same environment. I know this sounds really crazy. When I did my, my beautiful show, my award show this year, I gave yes. everyone their Zoom background. So we all looked like we were in the same room. So maybe find your great little coffee shop. Say, hey, here's your background. Grab a cup of coffee, 15 minutes, and we're doing it. That's a oh, very but plus,
3: idea. but plus, you sent everybody a box, so everybody had the same silverware, the same dishes, the same glasses, the same. I still have stars all over my condo from when I opened the box. It was filled with confetti and stars.
1: <laughs> I said, "We're and gonna gifts. A, yeah, well, we're, we're going to do a physical gift box, you guys, because I think Samantha, this is why I keep asking you these questions because it's how do you get out of a hole that you yourself have dug." that's called depression that's called frustration that's called procrastination and so it's sometimes how do you flip the switch actually i think that's a great name for a room what i did to flip my switch i like that mayan what's the thing that flipped your switch to take you in a different direction
2: yeah for me it was thinking about what is something that i can do to just impact one person today who isn't even expecting it um you know what what can i do to help them get through their struggle that they're facing And in tying that into kind of the reaching out to five people a day, not only does that help you in terms of building that, that network and those relationships, but it feels so good. Like when I was kind of in my really depressed place, um, I was in a gas explosion in my house and then I ended up being homeless for a while. Um, and really the only thing that got me through was like the postings I would do on Instagram, kind of sharing my struggles and how I would get through that. And people responding back saying, wow, thank you so much for sharing this. This helped me get through my struggle that I'm facing right now. Um, And nothing else that happened mattered to be able to to make my day bad if I had that, you know, uh, a fire would happen or a flood or, you know, all the million things that can happen as a business owner. And it wouldn't matter as long as I had like really, truly impacted someone that day.
1: I love Uh, it. Hey guys, we've got four minutes left on my radio show. This went extremely too fast. Samantha, I did bring you on the show to talk about what you're up to today and how we can support you or what you are looking for.
4: Yeah, I I convicted myself to support at least 100 voices to really um, tell their story, allow me to hold space for them. I started hosting one-day summits and I launched my podcast, Storytelling by the Numbers. And again, that's that play on corporate America analytics, not needing to use my voice in that, that play. So Storytelling by the Numbers podcast And I just, I really want to interview as many powerful voices as possible because really with the advent of clubhouse i think what we're seeing and you touched on it forbes that transparency and vulnerability showing your true core is what this platform is craving it's not about having the mask and the perfection it's really about tearing down the walls and so i'm really looking to host some powerful rooms because i think storytelling is important right now and i think impact storytelling is the wave of the future and i think that's what i was brought here for (laughs)
1: I agree. As we're winding down,
4: how do people find you on Clubhouse? It's at Sam Roberts and right. it's storytellingbythenumbers.com. The beautiful part about Clubhouse is we have very long,
1: involved profiles that we can post anything. So it's Samantha Rogers Roberts. Sorry, R O B E. Like like uh, like Julia Roberts. Only she is so much cuter. Uh, Samantha Roberts. Find her, uh, Miss Mayan Gordon. How do we find you?
2: Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn is one of the best places to connect with me if you just search my name. I'm also on Instagram, at my own Gordon Media on Clubhouse, at my own Gordon.
1: Now, give me one inspirational thing that we should all be thinking about from you, my darling, this week.
2: Yeah, think about how you can make the world a better place by doing something so small and simple, but something that has a, a wide or a long-lasting ripple effect. I think a lot of times we think that we need to move mountains to, to change the world, but it can start from one little simple thing, whether that's a habit or whether it's spontaneous, um, starts out usually as spontaneous, but if you can build those things into habits, you're, you're going to have an amazing day, an amazing life.
1: Steve, you own it. One Habit book series. Bring it home for me, baby. I've got 90 seconds.
2: Well, first of all, we are
3: launching uh, uh, Friday, January 22nd, uh, One Habit to Thrive in a Post-COVID World. It's going to be on Facebook Live. We're going to do an eight-hour Facebook Live. We're going to be dead when we're done with it because it's going to be so exciting and so much energy. Uh, you can go to onehabit.com, learn more about what we're doing, and we've got a ton of great books we're creating. We're looking for brilliant minds to be in our books, by the way, guys, so go to the site, click on the Contribute button, and tell us what you'd like to be, uh, what, what, what you'd like to do with us, what books you'd like to contribute to us or with us.
1: It, it is fun. It is a family. Uh, we literally have 100- and a great group. It is a great group. Steve, I love you. I've run out of time completely. You'll find me, mostly find me on Clubhouse. Apparently, just like Glenn said, type the word Forbes, it'll be me. All right, you guys, uh, to all my friends and family around the world for Voice America, certainly my staff that keeps us going live, I'm going to send you a big heartfelt, and Steve, you know what? To Voice America, let's send these guys a book as a thank you. Done. We need to do that. Yeah. yeah. Done. Uh, Done deal. We'll I'll see do it when you get same time get next get week right here live <laughs> on Voice America Influencer Channel. I'm Forbes Riley. Bye